as someone who is so excited to garden this spring yet really wants top quality soil i'm really excited to introduce you to coast of maine which is an esteemed brand renowned for its organic soil offerings and if you're seeking to infuse your home environment with a nourishing essence that promotes flourishing plant life you're gonna want to listen to this because with over 28 years of expertise coast of maine has meticulously crafted soils sourced from oceanic waters and farms certified for organic organic cultivation. It's so nice to find such a sustainable, eco-friendly brand who really emphasizes the importance of natural ingredients to enrich their soil. And I mean, they have, like I said, top quality. With rigorous quality control and OMRI listed certification, their diverse range of products caters to all gardening needs. Most of our soils may lack appropriate nutrients for success for our plants and our plants need this. We want to regenerate the healthy microbes in our soils to set up for gardening success and just for our plants to thrive. So if we add Coast of Maine products, this will indeed help. Whether you're planting trees or shrubs or perennials in your yard, adding Coast of Maine soil in your planting holes leads to a long, slow feeding of your plants, making them self-sufficient and vibrant, which we love. Let's say you want a vegetable garden. Not only will you receive abundant harvest, but there will be less feeding and maintenance throughout the season. Amazing. You know that everything grown in Coast of Maine soil is organic and safe for your family and friends right out of the garden. And then you get to also feel good about their sourcing as I'm so thankful they provide natural ingredients because they will never include household waste or biosolids. And we know that nothing nurtures the world above better than the soil below cultivated from products and practices rooted in coast of Maine. And so they will continually perfect the art and science of sourcing, mixing, and composting products worthy of the people and the place that inspired their brand and the healthier world it was built to serve. Coast of Maine believes in nurturing relationships with local retailers. We love supporting local and the products are carried by local retail partners who can provide advice and insight not found in big box stores. So Coast of Maine knows from beginner to expert. Anyone who takes a hand to the land has something to offer the growing community of gardeners everywhere. And their products make organic gardening simple and approachable so we can all garden. So let's get to growing. Visit coastofmaine.com to find a local retailer near you. That's Coast of Maine, like the state with an E, coastofmaine.com. I'm all about that fuss-free glam. Give me makeup that's versatile and feels like air on my skin and has ingredients that love my face, that's good for my face. You know, clean ingredients. And don't even get me started on mascaras because I do want them bold and lengthening. <laughs> and so we have Thrive Cosmetics, which I've been using since 2020, obviously because I appreciate their foolproof products that make it really easy to apply for any skill level. And they have a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look, but also they give back. Every product purchased, Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive, hence why it's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E, Medics. Thrive Cosmetics and Bigger Than Beauty Skincare are not just makeup brands, they're a whole vibe. They're all about empowering us to rock our confidence, and when you support them, we are helping other communities thrive. Their stuff is not only easy to use, but 
no nasties, zero parabens, sulfites, phthalates. They are 100% vegan and cruelty-free. Let's talk lashes. Thanks to Thrive's liquid lash extensions, I must say that my lashes are just so beautiful and lush. It adds lengths. There are no clumps. And also, guess what? It slides right off with warm water. So no raccoon eyes here. And I appreciate they have nourishing ingredients that support longer, stronger, and healthier looking lashes over time. And it's a unique formula they use that creates these tubes around each eyelash to lengthen them. We've had problems in the past with the link, but the link does work now. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com magic. That's Thrive Cosmetics. C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash magic for 10% off your first order. When I look back at my life, there's a lot of shit I did. It wasn't right, but I forgive it. And I ain't perfect, but all that helps is remembering how far that we've come to get here. Don't forget your history and all that came before me. Grandpa will be so proud of me And Putin in my corner Got my higher power And I have my daughters Who look up to me And I try Now let the magic begin Hello, hello, Jaima, Jaima Soul Tribe, Yomis, <laughs> it's Raquel. I'm just enjoying this beautiful sunrise, majestic sunrise. You know what, there is some things in our life experience, in our human experience, that we can see a million times, yet it never, ever gets old. Like the beauty of sunsets and sunrises. At this time, I just felt like talking with you in the intro before introducing today's magical guest, who really is such a magical goddess. I've fallen in love with her music for well over a year now. Her name is Shyla Ray Sunshine. She sings one of my favorite songs, perhaps my theme song she wrote, Into the Wild. Ugh. It's on my Shakti playlist. Listen to it, feel it, perhaps even dance to it. It is such an amazing song, and I'm so honored to have had her on the podcast. And, and she even sang. Yeah. So, for those of you who don't know who Shyla Ray Sunshine is, well, she's an award nominated influential vocalist, musician, a mother 
also a coach for her soul voice singing practice. So yeah, if you are interested in singing lessons, I highly, highly would recommend Shyla Ray. She's a native of Canada, but now lives in the beautiful Ojai, California, and her singing has evolved immensely and has become even more soulful and she's tapped into a wide variety of different genres that inspire her and i'm excited for you to hear her journey on how she's been evolving as an artist and how her music has transcended and has become more raw and real more about what she's experienced than anything else when people ask her what kind of style she sings to be honest, she sings it all. However, here it says that she blends neo-soul, R&B, reggae, blues, and hip-hop. But she indeed has a soulful, gospel-like voice that gives me chills. If you're interested in singing lessons, check out her Soul Voice Singing program. Link will be in the show notes, of course. And another announcement, I'm excited to introduce HOME. The acronym stands for Her Own Magical Experience or Her His Own Magical Experience. This first at-home retreat magical experience will be with Brie Melanson, my partner in crime when it comes to retreats. She has many amazing practices that really tap you in and bring you back home. And we'll be experiencing not only breath work, but really deeply tapping into your intuition and intensive with the soul and channeling. Yeah, she will be channeling and I'll be facilitating and holding space for all of you. And I'm really excited to share this experience with you at home, having a four day retreat that begins end of June. We want it to be soon for you so you can really feel into that. We wanted it to be very affordable and I'm looking forward to spending a weekend with you guys. So link for home is also in the show notes. And of course, I gotta share Skillshare. Now for those of you who are still at home and bored or wanting to change a habit and try something new or you just wanna enhance some of your skills, well I indeed highly recommend checking out Skillshare as they are full of a variety of classes on a variety of different creative endeavors and more business endeavors as well that have pieces of guidance that will help you learn something new or enhance a skill that you've already been dipping your toe into for a while and so check out skillshare.com forward slash your own magic to try out their classes for two months for free no cost whatsoever again skillshare.com forward slash your own magic for free premium membership and more on that in the middle of this episode and now i believe it is time to let the magic begin with Shyla Ray Sunshine. Into the Wild is my theme song. Is that the jam? Absolutely. 100%. I don't okay. know if you ever saw my bear video, but I was just playing your song. I think I did. It That's was, where I found you. Yeah. It was, oh, I, loved it. I was with my dad and my mom. We were driving to my brother's wedding up in uh, Wyoming. 
we had just arrived. The trees were so tall and I'm like, I know what song, I know what song this vibe is right now. I just turned it on. I meant to capture the Grand Tetons. That's what I had my phone out for. It was just to capture that. Then suddenly there was a bear. I was like, wow. Right, that's perfect. That's amazing. And that's, that's how the song was written. This, this, I wrote the song out on a hike, like out in, I won't say it was like the wild, wild out on a hike on my favorite trail in Ojai, way up uh -huh. in the mountain. So you know. Ojai is wild. Like I'd say Ojai is part of the wild in California. If there are pockets of wild in California, Ojai would be one of the places. Yeah. And this is a special place up, up way up top. And then I ended up, I wrote the song there and then I ended up coming back and filming the music video up there too. Oh my gosh. It's so, so beautiful did, too. Yeah. We did the shoot up there. I brought all those women up there. We all got naked and did it. <laughs> now we're full. I mean, that's my dream. What you guys were doing. That's my dream. Hey, I can always do another one. I just, I've done a couple of music videos that are very similar. So I thought, ah, oh, I'll get a little street in my next video. So there's one coming out very soon. Is it Changes? Oh, it's just called Change. And that one, no, no, no. I did a video for that. That's just, that, that was a very like on a whim, like let's just shoot a music video. A friend was in town and it was very raw. The audio wasn't great. You know, but the video came out kind of nice. There is one up on YouTube. I don't know if you saw it, but no, I have another music video coming out that is like full sass, savage, oh. in the city, urban, like ghetto, oh, hip hop, R&B, like really dope. I would love to see you in that style, Shiloh. Yeah, <laughs> it's so, it's so a part of me. I just, I needed a change up because when you look me up on YouTube, it's like all you can find is like soft, feminine yeah. women nature naked like everything super new agey hippie and like that's just one aspect of me and that was me like 10 years ago but not now you're so you know? multifaceted see this yes. is the thing that a lot of people might not know about me because of course when you look me up or you listen to my podcast you may assume i'm just purely soul nature go with the wind super hippie dippy whatever but to be honest i also love and i listen to a lot of hip-hop listen to a lot of pop and i love to twerk like no one else yeah yeah. We're multifaceted. There's no reason to be like one dimensional. It's true. It's true. We've got to embrace all those sides. You know, I think I just, I kind of put my, I think I put, you know, hip hop and R&B kind of to the side for a little while because I was so into like devotional music and so into reggae and all this like positive high vibration, this and that. And then was like, wait, this is such a part of me because this is what helped shape and mold me even as a singer and, you know, a woman who can rap or freestyle and, you know, and do all this stuff. So it, it was really important for me to, to revisit that part. Like after both my kids. Yeah. When my little one was like a year, I kind of got into it. So I I'm strong for like seven years now. <laughs> like, oh, wow. Yeah. I see that you are full of soul, but I can see and also hearing in your voice and just something about your essence is very like the goddessy. We might as well just start the podcast. Oh, yeah. How do you normally start? I listened in on one of them. It was really cute. It was like, oh, no, two. One was, oh, was Spirit Daughter. Love her. Yes. And that one started really interesting it was like you guys just just started like into a conversation it wasn't like hi our guest for today it was just like oh, yeah. real chatty just hanging out I was like okay 
That's exactly how, so they'll probably get most of this conversation, if not all of this conversation that we just had, because I like that. I like hearing people's talk before they actually jump into the episode, but before I'll be doing a little bit of an introduction on you. So people, obviously, if they do not know who you are, then they'll get an idea. Mm. So it'll be like your bio and everything. Okay. I hope it's a good one. (laughs) It'll be good. good. And if there's anything you want me to include, let me know. Okay. I think it's pretty accurate. Oh, that one's very long. I have like an abbreviated version somewhere. I'm sure it's accurate. It's, it's more just like, I think the most important things to know right now is like my main focus is on the vocal coaching. And then, um, obviously because I have no shows to promote right now. So that's like the biggest thing for me is the vocal coaching. So voice singing. Okay. I'm writing this down. Yes. Uh, all right. I love all this. Okay, cool. Well, We'll just start with the first question then. Okay. First, I just want to ask you, what lights you up most right now? <laughs> um, well, okay. In life in general, I would say, honestly, the sun has been incredibly healing. Every day, just getting a little bit of sunshine, I feel, is really boosting my, my energetic level, like my physical body, and just being by fresh water. So I'm very grateful for that. Mm-hmm. Creatively, um, working on new songs definitely is helping channel any of the emotions that feel stagnant or that feel like they've been just hanging out for a little while, um, mm-hmm. pouring all my creative energy into these new songs. And then I'd also say my children, my daughters who are really lighting me up. So these three things, which is like a constant in my life, you know, like the love of nature and then my role as a mother and, and my life as a musician. That's like yeah, making music. So you alchemize whatever you're feeling into your music. What is like the difference between some of your older stuff and what you're creating now? Huge difference. I'm going <laughs> to Okay, the biggest difference is that way back when I first started writing songs, I don't think I had a very clear idea of what I was actually creating and going through at the time until I was on the other side of it, right? So as I was going through things such as being a new mom at 20 years old, being married and going through a divorce, relocating, you know, there's, there was big energy and there was a lot of painful things. Uh, I wrote songs at the time that I felt were based on almost a level of like denial around myself and what I wasn't able to see in myself. So I wrote these songs that were super positive with a beautiful message, like uh, really intended to um, touch people's hearts and bring a message of hope and inspiration, something like that. Like that's just what came through me naturally at the time. I think I wasn't able to access the real emotion behind the experience that was happening that was either painful, having a hard time looking at myself. I was just younger and a bit, yeah, naive and, and not, I just hadn't had full integration. You know, when you're going through something difficult, yeah, you got to be on the other side of it. And then you write about it and it's like, whoa, there it is. It's a finished piece. So my music has changed because I've had so much time to integrate some really heavy life lessons and been through some difficult experiences. Relationships are always, you know, the biggest influence for for you know (laughs) just heartache in general or grief or loss you know they're just they're just the biggest factors for for moving through big heavy stuff that can actually explode into a burst of you know creative energy right and that's happened to me several times so the music has shifted the most 
going from feeling like I'm writing for others with some sort of message behind it. And that's just what came out naturally, organically. And then now it's more geared to, okay, I've integrated this. I've been through this shit. This has been really hard. Okay. That's, you know, that's fucking real. Like people can relate to this. Okay. I don't have to write something uplifting and happy and positive because that is not what I've been through this past decade. So I feel like my music now, I'm really writing about the real stuff. I feel I'm more authentic. I feel I'm honoring the natural process that was my grief, my loss, my heartache, my stupid mistakes in relationships and in love and and now creating something beautiful of it by just telling the truth and just laying it out. So I feel like my music's now for me. Uh-huh. It's like more of my story, my personal story that allows people to get to know me a little more personally, if that makes sense. Yeah, I would have had no idea. And that actually makes a world of sense how back in the day when you wrote those songs and they were positive messages, perhaps they were messages that you were actually about to step into and you didn't even know. And now that you've integrated so much where it's like, all right, this is going to be the real shit. And I look at you when I look at your Instagram or I'm just looking at you now, it's strong. That's the word. (laughs) I thought you were going to say street. (laughs) No. No, you're so strong. That's what it is. And I can't wait to like hear that strength and everything that you've integrated with your new music. And it's fun and it's playful to some of it, yeah. you know, but for the most part, I think a lot of it's about relationships. I wasn't a big fan of writing about heartache, you know, or right or like kind of complaining or like whining about relationships but they're so important in our lives like they they teach us the greatest lessons about ourselves so they deserve songs you know I'm just trying to piece it up to make sure not all the songs are just about this one guy I'm just trying (laughs) you know I gotta gotta integrate all the exes you know and there's not that many but but it's usually that one that just weighs so heavy in the heart and you still have to like really process honestly cares like that he some albums are dedicated to one person but they really created art and you get to hear the artist's evolution of honestly overcoming and getting over that person in that relationship and understanding the lessons absolutely and it wasn't even that this was so heavy is that I feel I knew so much better so this is me kind of catching up and integrating the lessons of like okay you knew and you saw the red flag and you didn't follow it. Oh, and you didn't listen to your intuition and this and that. So I'm still reflecting on myself. I'm not just writing about this person. This person's actually been an incredible, uh, you know, muse and tool for my creativity because my creativity was dormant a little bit in that relationship. And that's me that allowed that. I allowed that. I allowed myself to focus and pour everything into a relationship so much that I, as a woman, was not focused on my passion, purpose, you know, creative power. And that's, that's where we thrive. It's not just in these relationships. It's when we're in touch with ourselves and with our our relationship with spirit, with God, creator, you know, and, and really flowing. We're in that flow, but I was not in that flow a lot of the time. And so now I'm catching up on it and I got to just get it out of my system, I guess. And then once these songs are done, it'll be like, whoo, there we go. (laughs) Now I can write about other shit. (laughs) And I can relate to how there's just that one person then you're dormant for a little bit, but guess what? You're out of it. You stepped out of it. I'm curious how you stepped out of it and how you might even step out of other creative ruts and overcome that. I didn't really have a choice but to step out of it, you know? It's just what happened. He left and 
you know, you know, was with someone else. Right. So it's like, so I had a choice of either feeling sorry for myself, you know, and just looking at it as though I've lost something or look at it really for what it is and go, wow, this has been such a blessing because now, you know, every time something like this happens, whether we feel, you know, rejection, whether we feel like we had a failure or a loss or made some mistakes, we learn the most valuable lessons, right? So that opportunity, like I, it took a moment for me to see it. But once I did, it was like, oh, clearly this is here because I'm like hijacking back into my like soul purpose. And it wasn't this man, it wasn't this relationship. It wasn't this, 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 like, these songs have been sitting here like waiting for my attention for a long time. So I kind of saw it was a trade-off and was like, oh, this is an easy thing. It was like (laughs) moving out of that. That's all I had. That's all I had was writing and processing and crying and reflecting and girlfriends, of course. Uh Uh-huh. You have the girlfriends. Oh, they're the best. (laughs) They just show up every time you're in need. Isn't it amazing? <laughs> but you're all, it's also so amazing that you're able to alchemize everything that you're going through into your writing. And like, I'm so excited to hear those new songs because everything that you just shared, the guy, the guy, you have no other choice. He found someone else. Yada, yada. I'm like, okay, I can relate. That's exactly what I just went through. And I was writing poetry that wasn't the most positive. It was actually very, it was just real shit. It was really how I was feeling. But to be honest, that's the way to also just really process it. And then you find so much gratitude and shifting your perspective from that person to like what you created is the most alleviating feeling and just greatest release that I highly hope everybody taps into, especially if they're in the middle of heartbreak or grief. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't always walk gracefully, you know, I just, I just know my, my, um, my cushion, my, whatever it is, like my relationship with music and with my songs, it's a, it's a, it's an interesting one because it's not always there. It's not like I'm writing songs every single day. It's not like I'm, you know, I don't play the guitar. I play the keys and and I'm not playing it every day. I'm not doing that. There's some people who do their art every single day. That's not me. Sometimes I'm focused on other things. I'm doing my vocal coaching. I'm raising kids. I'm doing, you know, I'm all over the place. So, um, you know, for me, it's, it's learning that, that walk and go, okay, when I'm having a hard time, like this is the best moment to channel all the emotions and all the feelings and integrate the lessons, put it into something that can become something beautiful and to remember that I can reflect on and go, this is my growth. And like, look at it from this perspective of look at how the music has changed, you know, like almost like in a chart, you know, over the years, just like you would do either with your poetry or you with, you you know, any improvements in our life. It's like, we get to look back. And so I'm so very grateful, you know, that we have all this documented and we get to, and I've had this creative energy and I've had this like artistic ability to write it out and then turn it into a song and make it a story and make it something for someone to relate to and just watch it be used over the years by people. It's so amazing. Beautiful. And now whatever else you're creating is going to be used for years as well. And it's going to, even if it just shifts one person, it was worth it. It was worth it. Oh yeah. Yeah. And even if it's just for me, that's okay too. (laughs) Right. Even if it's just okay, you know, somebody never shares their gifts. Okay. Well, Lisa, if you enjoy it yourself, you know, I don't recommend keeping your, your singing to yourself or keeping your art to yourself, but you know, until you're ready, until you're ready, we're here waiting. Do you get nervous to share your art? Never. 
Never. <gasps> Never. Really? Uh -uh. <laughs> Full excitement. I used to. I used to. I used to feel a little shy about sharing certain songs, especially the vulnerable ones. Like it was easy for me, like say I have my band, right? And I'm like, hey guys, I'm working on these new songs. I would feel a little bit shy about bringing out the ones that were about a specific person, maybe that they even know. Um, I would feel a little nervous. It's not really nervous. It's just more just like, okay, there's this vulnerability of like, I'm about to start singing about this person and what I've been through and the stupid mistakes I made and all this stuff and what I learned. Um, so I used to feel shy about that. Yeah. And now I feel like because I just own it, right? You just grow up and you fucking own it. Like that's all I could, there's no other way to explain it is that just I used to feel that way because I was unsure of myself and how I would be received or how I'd be judged and now I feel like I just own my craft yeah. so much more today than I did 10 years ago of course so now I don't have that I'm like everything I write I'm like it's fucking dope I'll share it with you I send little like rough drafts to my best friends you know because I want that honest feedback where I'm like what do you feel when you hear this, what do you, what do you feel? What do you see this as, you know, do you, is this a hit or and not? <laughs> let's say that, or not, let's say they say no, let's say they're not feeling it. What happens then? Nothing. I just, I just listen, you know, I just listen to everyone's feedback and I, and then sometimes I'll look at their lives and be like, well, they probably don't like that one because they haven't been through that. <laughs> uh -huh. There we go. <laughs> no, I'm just honest friends though. That's good. But yeah, no, I'm always all about honest feedback. And, you know, when I'm working with people and I'm doing vocal coaching and, and I'm being honest with people, you know, where I am, I'm never going to criticize or give negative feedback in that way, but I am going to be honest and say, I think I'm hearing this instead, or I think this one needs work. And I don't think this is a hit. And I don't think that's a good move. It's like, that's all we can do is just be honest and give our honest opinion with love. Yeah. And, and that's that. It's like, you just take it or leave it. And that's it, you know, but that's huge. That's what we all want. And by the way, I figured out another word as you were talking about everything fierce, fierce. That's also, that's a good one. That's a good one. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I see. Okay. I agree. Writing process. If you have one, do you happen to have a writing process before every song or most songs? Yes. I have several actually that are different based on how the songs are initiated. Mm -hmm. um, these are great questions. Thank you. They're the things I actually <laughs> want to talk flowing. about. Not. No, they're okay. actually the things I want to talk about, but I need like another, it's like the most helpful when I just talk to like another highly creative female or someone who's an artist or musician. It's, it, you know, especially a songwriter. It's like, oh, how often do I get to have those conversations? Not that often. So um, for me, there's three different ways that I write songs. One before I could play piano and before I was really like doing beats, you know, there was just this, oh, I just received a little download. I received a little download. I heard a little thing in my mind, a little tiny, you know, singy melody line came to me just out of nowhere sometimes. And then if it stuck with me, it was like, oh, this could become something. Usually when I'm in nature, um, I find that, you know, I go into nature, I go on a lot of hikes and walks and I wear my headphones a lot. I'm always listening to music. And I find that when I don't have 
music playing and it's just like birds and trees and whatnot like those that's when melodies come to me most easily so i've learned that about myself uh, over the years and the melodies will come to me i'll sit with it i'll record it and then sometimes it just stays there and then sometimes i revisit it and then i build i build it from there so there's no music behind it there's no beat driving it just that and sometimes just that alone with one line coming to me randomly while i'm driving or on a hike or wherever in the bathroom doesn't matter that will become a song if i choose to you know apply myself to it that's one way the second way is if i sit at the piano and i come up with chords i come up with chords and then i sing melodies to those chords so that's how a song would develop from scratch with starting with music. That's like me being a musician and me having the ability to produce music. You know, that's not the most, um, I don't function from that place the most. I probably access those melodies and like the freestyle stuff more easily of, of everything. Um, but that's one way. And it's a little trickier for me because I'm not an exceptional piano player. So I'm limited in what I can come up with. Like I would trust other people more to come up with um, like better chord structure and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So that's the second way. The third way that I've written songs in the past is coming across an instrumental beat, for example, writing to that and just being like super inspired, hearing this beat and starting to freestyle and rap and just write out, you know, all these words and just make it this lyrical like amusement park of like all over the place and doing all these little like singing melodies and hooks and, you know, all the, very wordy um, because I love you know, rap and hip hop, that's a big yeah. part of me. So if I come across beats, even if they're just like more ethereal sounding, like cool down tempo shit, it doesn't matter. You know, I'll have something to write to it. So, um, and then you can buy beats today, you know, from producers. There's producers that there's sites all over the place where you can just go, you can buy a beat and then it's yours. You know, it depends on how much you spend on it. You know, if you spend just like you know, under a hundred, whatever, there's other people using it. If you want to put down a couple hundred, that track is yours and nobody else can use it. So there's this cool way of like artists who maybe don't play an instrument and who need music to fuel their lyrics or their poetry or their spoken word kind of thing, who want to put music to their words, yeah. you can easily just go and buy beats. So, um, so that's, that's another way. So I have these three ways that I've written songs and they're they all sound very different you know like the ones that come to me just out of nowhere sound very different from ones that I would write at the piano the ones in the piano are super they always end up being really soft okay. kind of soulful jazzy gospel-ish you know very feminine melodic kind of thing and then the and then tracks you know beats always end up being a lot more R&B soul mm -hmm. hip-hop rap kind of style you know so i'm grateful that i have these different facets and different ways to um to create from you know i've just i just get to know more and more like what my style is over the years like don't we all yeah we're always evolving and no matter what it sounds like you're always incorporating soul that's the biggest oh yeah it doesn't really leave it's just there it's like okay you're just like with me now you're creating music that is so clearly raw and authentic for you. And so I think that that was such an interesting little note that you talked about in the beginning of this episode where you said that the music that you didn't write before or you wrote before was more so what you thought was for others. Yet at the same time, it really hits home in a lot of ways, even into the wild. Of course, it's so um, uplifting and positive, but there are moments where I'm like, 
afraid of being seen or heard, yada, yada. I'm like, hello, I can relate. So no matter what, you've always created stuff that it sounds like was from soul. And now you're really, I'm really excited for the next integration because of everything that you're going through. Yeah. It's like rootsy meets rap R&B. Yes. <laughs> right? Love. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready, sis. I'm like, I need to get in the studio and get these songs polished. Oh. It'll happen. Anyway, I have a four, I have a four song EP that's, that's dropping next month, I want to say. No, no date as of now, um, but it will be announced very soon. Um, this is a four track EP that is more, this one's definitely more uh, R&B rap. And it's, it's a collaborative project with a friend of mine who, who got these beats and who's rapping and then I'm doing the, the hooks and I'm singing on it. And it's, they're so dope. People, it's, a, it's another side of me that I think people will really appreciate. Hopefully they don't, that's okay. <laughs> I appreciate me, that's all. I appreciate me growing. So it'll show. Yes, absolutely. I love that. How do you stay present in your creation without attaching any judgment, especially the voices of what are these other people going to think and just stay so focused and all that matters is this is a creation for me. Oh, because I'm just excited to put material out. I'm, yeah. I, at this point, like I know that whatever I do, whatever I apply myself to, whatever I put my voice on is going to be golden. I just, okay. I just know that at this point, like I just feel I've grown a lot to the point where I'm aware my voice is very versatile and I can do a lot of different styles of music. And I feel that I've only gotten better over the years as far as understanding the process of what it is to write songs, to collaborate, to produce music, to, you know, promote and market myself, to brand the project, to, you know, be more professional showing up in the studio, whatever it is. I just know that it's all part of the process. And it all excites me, every single aspect of it. So even if, yeah, I'm not worried about what people think about it. I'm just grateful and happy to be putting out more material um, for those who will appreciate it, you know? That's to awesome. And that's all we ask for as well as the listeners of, who listen to your music and stuff. We just want you, you know, everybody who listens to Shiloh Ray Sunshine just wants Shiloh Ray Sunshine. And that's, <laughs> that's such a nice, that's such a nice feeling. It really is. <laughs> Like, I want me in that way, you know? I just yeah. want to pick me too, you know? So whatever that is, I got to try everything to find out, don't I? Uh -huh. I'm going to well, try all styles of music and figure out what I love most about myself or how people love my voice most, you know? I'm willing to do that. That's, that's the fun part. Yomi's short interruption just to share the magic of our sponsor, Skillshare which happens to be an online learning community that is offering you two months for free of their premium membership when you go to skillshare.com forward slash your own magic. And why not, especially right now while we are all inside, this is the time to explore new skills and deepen existing passions, getting lost in the creativity of whatever our soul is guiding us to and trying out many different classes from Skillshare. You can stay inspired and express yourself and even connect with a community of other creatives and like-minded beings on Skillshare, which is phenomenal. 
There are those that are interested in writing, writing poetry, writing scripts, digital illustration, painting, and there's many different classes on those kind of arts. I know a lot of people, a lot of Yomis have been taking Skillshare to learn more about photography, especially as more people are creating their own platforms where (laughs) Skillshare also has classes on helping out with that like podcasts and youtube yada yada so it doesn't hurt it's two months of premium membership for free join skillshare by going to skillshare.com forward slash your own magic yep free that's skillshare.com forward slash your own magic and now on with the show So many artists, I think, today are now branching off. Not so many, actually. I feel like it's very few seem to be branching away from just one genre and just tapping into a lot of different genres where it's not like, I'm a pop artist, I'm a country artist, whatever. It's just like, I'm an artist, I'm a musician. Well, there's a huge fusion of musical genres now, um, more today than there ever was, you know, just like how, just like all these labels we have for people and how there's even people who don't want a label or a gender or some sort of box to go into. I totally get it. And I feel the same. But when people ask me, it's such a common question where people say, what kind of music do you play? Mm -hmm. And I go, (laughs) usually I'll say something like neo soul, or I'll say soul with a little bit of R&B gospel hip hop. And they're like, okay, like they're trying to imagine it. You know, you can't just like words just doesn't do it. You know, so most of the time, I should just be ready to be like, here's a sample or just break out and singing. And I'm one of those people that will do that shit. So speaking of which, want to break out and sing? (laughs) Well, what do you want to hear? What comes to heart right now? Truly, that's all you up to you. Um, We can play around with the sound here. I can play something. I just, okay. I can either sing you something acapella that's original. I can sing a cover of something. I obviously original is probably better. Original. Um, and and so I can do something a cappella that's a song you already know and have heard, or I can sing something that is new that I'm working on that that will not be heard for a long time. So that's that's up to you. Well, let's see what more. Because to be honest, I am here for it. I am here for any of it. I know it's um, nice to someone that just knows what they want, but I genuinely just want to hear what you feel like you want to sing right now. I kind of want to sing these the, uh, something from a newer from a yes. newer. Song. So yeah, so maybe I'll just try to see what can happen here as far as a speaker goes, because that would be ideal to be able to do that. So let's try it. I've got, I've got a couple different ones that I'm working on anyway. So there's a really pretty song that I'm working on. That's really about my self, uh, self review, really pretty. So let me try this. See if this I, will work. I am so excited right now. <laughs> I'm so glad because I have I have this um little Bluetooth speaker here. Let me uh, let me try this out. <clears throat> Let's see how it sounds. I have just connected Bluetooth. All right, let me try it out. Cool. I need to get a pro mic next time I'm gonna do this. I did. Okay. When I look back at my life. A lot of shit I did. It wasn't right, but I forgive it. And I ain't perfect. But all that 
helps is remembering how far that we've come to get here. Don't forget your history and all that came before me. Grand will be so proud of me. Booting in my corner. Got my higher power. And I have my daughters who look up to me. And I try singing through my pain, but it won't go away. And I cry, remembering my name. Our fears are all the same. Trying out forgiveness. Oh, there it goes. That was it. Yeah. Oh, Stop it there. <laughs> Can you see my chills? Can you see my hair? <laughs> no. Yeah. No. Uh, but I'm curious how the um. That's so weird that this turned off. It's plugged in. Oh, it's because my computer needs to be on. I don't know, but that is vibe. That okay. Is Could you hear it? Okay. Was it a good balance? Oh yeah. I mean, okay. I'm telling you, that was, it doesn't sound like you're in the same room as me, but it just sounded damn good. And I can do one more sample of something. You can kind of pick. Yes. Okay. By the way, uh, when you brought up your daughters too. Oh, I know. I, yeah, <laughs> that one's very reflective and it gets like deeper too, more about like ego and all the shit I used to do. So mm -hmm. it's a short song, but I just bought these beats. So I just bought five beats and I'm just going to write these songs and hopefully put out an EP that's like these and then i have a whole full album of other songs that are like that have been written over the last probably eight ten years of little ones i kind of picked through went back yeah. sorted through which ones i wanted to work on and then just did it you know and just and then brought them back to life and finished them just now even yeah. though they may have started eight ten years ago wow where do you find yeah. Oh, there's different sites online, like beatstars.com. You can go there and you can just look through. You can be like Erica Badu type beat, Jill Scott type beat, Drake type beat, you know, and you can look. Producers have all the tracks there. They've got different prices. They can tell you how many other people are using the song. Some people just want these songs just to showcase their voice. So they're like, I need something. And they'll just pay 25 bucks, get a track, put it up on SoundCloud, and they people can stream as much as possible. Uh, but if you want to own a song that's different, you got to throw down some cash. Okay, let me try this one. Let's hope this doesn't die. I really want to feel this one though, the beat drop, right? Okay. This one's not finished. <laughs> They're all. Okay. I don't go around telling you what to do. I just stay in my own lane, trusting God's got you. Oh, that's it. Shit. Hold on. No, oh, it was so I know, no, no. Shiloh, you can't do this to me. <laughs> it's coming. It's because my Bluetooth speaker, for some reason, is not holding the charge. I'm so glad it's not live. It's actually fun to witness this part of it, too. It's just bizarre to me. Oh, I got it. I got it. Let's plug it into here. I don't think the computer is working. There we go. We're good now. Take it. We need the speaker. It's charging now. It's okay. You feeling these beats? You like them? 100%. Okay, great. Yeah, they're all different. Uh, 
love they're that. called lo-fi chill hop beats i love lo-fi chill hop mm-hmm. listen to that on right? Spotify. yes same that's like what i listen to when i'm like working because i'm oh yeah I'm a person that's very distracted by lyrics and music in general. So if I'm trying to work and there's songs that I'm singing along to, it's like there's a part of my brain that's active in doing that and remembering words. I'm a very lyrical and linguistic person. So I'm very distracted by lyrics. So I need instrumental music to just vibe to and work to. Uh, same. I cannot have lyrics, but also I can't really listen to instrumental music where I, when I know the lyrics. Yeah, that's so, exactly. So, uh, <laughs> but yeah. even, yeah, even when I'm listening to instrumental, I'm like, I'll still freestyle. Okay. I think we're good now. That's better. Oh. I don't go around telling you what to do. I just stay in my own lane, trusting God's got you. Life was meant for learning. Write a page and get it turning. Don't give up, you've got a good thing going. Every time I speak, I feel like I'm a risk. But when I'm singing, nothing else feels like this. The world is turning, burning, moving on and now. Put it together now, I got the song. Right in from a place of introspective song. Oh, and I thank God for a new tomorrow. That's, that's all I got written right now. Interview's done. We're good now. Have a good night. <laughs> I should just do like a whole live series. So yeah, I've got five huh? tracks that are kind of all like that. These are two songs, but neither of these are from the new EP. The EP, those are finished. It's me and singing and someone rapping. Those songs are done. They're going to be put out on Jumpsuit Records, actually. Um, rapping? You know, my friend, friend it's Robbie. Robbie333. He's based out of Santa Cruz. He does a lot of collaborations with uh, Maria Stark, actually. Um, do you know Maria? No. Okay. There's, um, there's a whole like, you know, NorCal. Oops. There's a whole, sorry. It's all good. I plugged into the computer. Um, there's a whole NorCal community of musicians up there and he collaborates with a lot of the women cause he wants a lot of female singers on his songs. Cause it's mostly just like him rapping and he's very lyrical. So anyway, it's a lot of really cool tracks him rapping i'm singing the hooks and those are done uh, i could get you a sneak peek eventually yes. and then yeah and then these these ones i just shared these are from um just these beats i just bought and i could put out a five song ep of these you know they're not mine i don't own the tracks but i could at least put it out and be like here you know and i could recreate a live version of these with my band you know wow that's amazing. Like- I've been a lot of the musicians. Do you mind if I add that segment in there? Because musicians Not are going really to yeah, be super curious on the entire process. And this, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people out there that are making music are very aware of this, but perhaps not. And this is going to help a lot of people create. Yeah, I hope so. That's, that's always my hope, you know, and some of the people I'm working with are highly creative and inspired and very motivated and just kind of kick my ass because I need it sometimes I really need I need people around me like my peers and mentors like you know need to be holding me accountable to what I say I'm going to do and need to show me like what it means to actually 
um, apply myself 100% to something that I love and then watch what happens, right? Or dedicate just one piece of my day to this thing, like do something, you know? I'm great with writing songs. I cannot stand being at the computer for hours. So I have this weak spot that's like, okay, how can I brand and market and promote myself and get my shit together and make myself more visible? You know, because making music is just not enough these days. You know, we used to be able to just make music and that was it. And if it was good, people liked it, you know, and, you, and then you were famous. It's like now everybody wants to be famous. Everybody has a platform. Everybody has a voice. Everybody can be a musician. And it's beautiful, but it also, it makes it more difficult to be visible in a world with so many incredible people. So if we want to stand out, we have to we have to up our game. We have to try something new. We have to take those risks and like do the unthinkable. And that's hard for most people who want to stay comfortable, you know, including myself. It's really hard to constantly push up against that edge and find like where that, that target is, you know? Same. Absolutely. And the power of accountability is probably one of the most powerful forces in a sense to actually get you to do what you don't want to do not even just out of your comfort zone but the little things that those little things that you can do every single day really add up Mm -hmm. all of it collectively together really adds up it's really hard to just sometimes get yourself to do that i too i'm like i would rather just go on a hike and not do anything you know (laughs) i I can be on my phone all day but actually sitting at the computer and and getting stuff done i don't know what it is maybe yeah maybe i just need an upgrade i don't know seriously so many so many people go through this and it's really hard to overcome but if you have people to hold you accountable that's huge yeah I have a lot but you know we're number one it's like I have to hold myself accountable and be like okay we have to have the self-talk again like okay less IG more updating website you know Less, less social media more outreach to producers and other artists to collaborate with and more pitching you know of my song to but at the same time social media is where you can also get discovered you know true but it's not like i'm just posting tons of stuff on social media i'm like literally just scrolling i know okay that's that's true i'm I'm fucking around i'm finding cool people you know (laughs) feeling inspired by comments and posts you know but i need to limit that just for my even like mental health, I think it's really important. I think that's really affecting a lot of people. One million percent. That gave me anxiety for the longest time and really has a huge, for so many people on their mental health. It's funny though, because when people land on maybe a page like yours and they listen to your, to your music, that music is inspiring. But some people can also, if their soul is not listening to that call, they can be envious in some way, right? Yeah. It's like, at least as long as you're focused on doing what you're feel called to do, that really helps your mental health a lot. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I don't feel called to just be on Instagram all day. I want to make, I want to make videos. At least if I'm going to take the time and make these videos for people that's entertaining or fun or people like the stories, whatever, that's great. But I need to find a way to like monetize that shit, right? Like let's monetize this and make some money from all this creative effort that I put in. Like, if that would be amazing, this is why people start their own YouTube channels and why people start their own collection of videos or a podcast or, or a blog or something like that, you know? Mm-hmm. They're good at what they do. P- 
people recognize that. And then we need to find ways to gain attention, get people's, uh, you know, be more visible and get more exposure and hopefully make money, you know, to support ourselves through doing what we're actually good at. You know, Absolutely. I think it makes total sense. And it's amazing we can all do this through computers and phones today. But, yes. you know, it's, it's, it's a, there's a catch, you know, there's always... <laughs> It's so interesting because you are clearly on the right trajectory as you are so wildly creative and you obviously put a lot of time and effort into that. Well, way more than a lot of people who just consume, consume, consume. So I want to just like point that out to you that you're clearly doing a lot for your creativity. And I understand the whole monetization point. I hate, I used to hate this word, but this word has really resonated with me because I'm totally like on your same page there. It's that patience, just knowing that it really is going to all come as long as you continue to do it. So I'm glad that you're, yeah. a lot, a lot of people are on that same page. Oh yeah. No, there's no stopping right now. I'm just trying to think of ways to like really keep people entertained. I love entertaining. I mean, I feel like I'm just a natural born entertainer and performer and I love it and if I can't be out on the road traveling or if I can't be playing shows right now I'm like what do I do with this energy in this part of myself that loves engaging with people and I love the attention and I love giving it back and being like look you can do this too you can sing in videos I'm gonna start you know I love the like carpool karaoke and I love the lip sync <laughs> challenge I love that shit I'm like more of this that just gets people a little bit more in their bodies a little bit more you know opening their voices a little bit more creative and feeling themselves like that's that I love to see that I love seeing people just get uh, kind of out of their own heads you know and just get into like that playful part yeah we want to play with each other when we're there, you know? So yeah, yeah. Oh gosh, absolutely. And you probably have a great playful side cause you're a mama, you're a mama of two. Mm -hmm. yeah. How do yeah. you focus on both creating and your music and everything and business as well as being a mama? Cause that is also a full-time gig. That's a great question. I don't really know. Like there hasn't been a plan behind it. It's all happened very organically over the years. I'd say things were definitely more simple when I only had one kid and, but, but when she was a baby, I actually wasn't even doing music. I wasn't writing music. I was a full-time mama. So focused on her. Wasn't until I divorced and then had mm -hmm. some time to myself, um, you know, without her, mm -hmm. that's when I taught myself piano and all those songs came through actually. So it was a very pivotal moment in my life where I remember feeling like being married to a musician with him be having music as his full-time gig, the way he provided for us, him being gone on the road, me being a mom being like, well, I kind of want to do that too. You know, <laughs> that part of me that just felt, but I have to be a mom. Like, and I did. And then once I had that moment of freedom, it was like, Oh, here's where all that energy went. It was, <laughs> it's all in me. And it's like, you know, there's like this burning desire to share. So that's where all those songs came from is, you know, the earlier ones like existence and sacredness and um, like a couple of my reggae tunes and just my earlier stuff. That's when all those songs came out because I had just learned the piano and could put basic chords together. And then all these words came. So that happened pretty, um, you know, organically. And then after my second was born, I quickly got back into music. She was maybe six months old. And I was like, I'm going to put together a band. Like I have all these songs. I'm ready to play shows again. I'm ready to do this. So I had a quick bounce back after having her and I've been pretty nonstop since then. So 
if that makes sense. I really like nurtured the relationship with my first daughter, like just us and got to feel what that was like, wrote all these songs, it was amazing. And then by the time I had the second one, I was like, here we go. Like, yeah, got that out of the way, had the baby ready to, ready to get back out there. And it was a slow build. It took a lot of time because obviously I had both girls at the time and it was extremely challenging. Um, and now that they're more grown, they're 13 and eight, mm. it's not really an issue other than, you know, it doesn't quite make sense for me to be out on the road doing some sort of cross country tour, you know, unless I brought them with me. And that's just, it's extremely difficult to plan right. these things. Plus I got two baby daddies. It's not just like one that's like not around. I have two very involved, great uh, fathers to my children. So it's a lot of dynamics. It's a lot of scheduling. It's a lot of accountability. Sometimes I hate it. Mm -hmm. And then other times I'm very appreciative of it because I've been able to grow so much yeah. and, you know, and the girls just love it. They just love that there's always music in the home and that I'm always singing and they love singing with me and I don't really push them or make them do anything. I just encourage them. And I'm like, if you want to get good, this is what you do. Like, yeah. and I'll just tell you and I'll just show you, like, I'm not going to do sit down lessons with you, but you know, <laughs> unless you want it. And sometimes right. they ask. So it's like I'm mama by day, musician by night, you know, when, you know, we, in a normal way, you know, before we had all this quarantine, it was like, it was, I could be a mom by day and then we'd go play shows at night and would have them stay with other people or, okay. yeah. you know, kind of bounce around with friends. It's like whatever I can do because I don't have family here. So it's always either their dads or friends. And, yeah. Well, I think that's so important for a lot of the mamas that are listening to hear that it's so important to also put yourself and your art or whatever you envision for yourself first, because that not only helps provide for them, but show up better for them. So I definitely want to commend you and honor you for the fact that you do that. I don't know how I do. Thank you. <laughs> like, I'm yes. in awe sometimes. Where I'm like, wow, I really made it this far and done all this stuff. It's because I've had so much support. Yeah. I've had so much encouragement and support. And when you see someone following their dreams, right? And, and you see them doing this regardless of what their circumstances look like and how much support they've had in their life or, you know, despite what, ch what challenges have come to them and they just don't give up. I, I feel that that's something I've done. Like I've been thrown some pretty big challenges and I've had a lot of things that look like I maybe shouldn't be doing music full time or maybe can't do this or can't do that. And I've done it anyway because I love it so much. I think people have really wanted to support and encourage me because they see in my will to want to make it work despite the fact that I have two children. It's like, I want them to see me. Yeah. I want them to see me living my dream. I want them to see me out singing and performing and having my best, having the best time and living my best life. It's like, look at me. I hope this can be an example for you as a young woman to see that I can, you know, do what I love and also be a good mom you know, and be there for you and, and be sober, which is like, <laughs> you know, a big deal because my parents were not. So that's, wow, that's you know, amazing. that was like my number one accomplishment was like, whoo, I could just, you know, I that's get big. we didn't even tap on that. That's like a whole nother thing. I know we don't need to, today, but anyway, I'm here, you know, and made, made it through and, um, and yeah, feel, I feel a little bit unstoppable right now. It's like that good, good energy, you know, where you feel like it's just the beginning of like really good, big things. So Yomi, short interruption. This episode is also brought to you by Euromagic's new experience, Home. 
acronym for her own magical experience or his own his own guys we're not gonna leave you out you're more than welcome to come to the first at home euro magic retreat this time indeed sparked ideas for helping people really come back to self and explore different spiritual tools and modalities that help them connect and i'm really excited to have brie melanson hold space with me happening next month june 26th through the 28th or you can extend it to the 29th if you would like and i'm excited to do some breath work with you some intensive soul diving and of course watch brie channel trust me is a sight to see <laughs> anyway go to yourownmagic.life and check out the home retreat experience go very very far yeah i mean i don't plan on stopping anytime soon as long as everything goes you know well and we're not all like dead in a few years i think i know <laughs> be okay. i'm like what is going on oh yeah oh my gosh tell me about it oh do you have any time for random fire questions random fire sure never heard of this okay basically i'm just gonna throw out a question and you answer it pretty rapidly okay they're random questions yeah so are you an early bird or a night owl? Night owl. Mm, hike or yoga? Hike. All right. Sage or Palo Santo? Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> sage, sage, sage. Sage, okay. Favorite breakfast? Uh, my, um, my mushroom tea. Ooh. Medicinal mushroom tea, the uh, reishi chocolate or the uh, matcha. Yum. Um, do you know your sun, moon, or rising sign? All the above. Sag Sun, Capricorn Moon, Aquarius Rising. No wonder. Okay. I love the fire. Nice. Um, love. Animals your soul connects with. Mm, uh, the orca. Killer mm -hmm. whales always move. Uh, just whales in general. <clears throat> um, and then I really love the and then I really love the unusual forest creatures. I love the raccoon and the skunk and the badger and like the little sneaky, like really cool ones that you don't get to get to cloak the hedgehog, dude, porcupine, beaver, all those ones. Love them. Love Utah. Utah's full of them. I wonder if I'll find it like all over the place, all over the place. And then there's moose. Girl, I was raised in Canada. Maybe you don't know this about me. I'm from Northern Canada. So I was raised around all of that. Okay. Of course. And bears, mountain, of course. Yes, yes. All of these puzzle pieces are coming together. Sure. Um, it's so amazing, like when you get a chat with someone, what you learned about them. I know we're more relatable than not. Mm -hmm. I know. Music recommendations to listen to after this podcast for people. Hmm. Um, who have I been listening to? I've been listening to a lot of. <clears throat> okay, there's an artist named Lava. L-A-V-V-A. This woman is so dope. She's like a new mom. She's got a little baby, and she just put out her first album full-length album and it's so beautiful um just just like it's it's conscious it's like i don't want to call it gangster but you just got to feel it out but she's badass okay i'm listening to find her. another word for it we have What's to find it? another word for it i know that, you know, I know what i mean what? there's a, oh she's fierce she's got that like yeah she's just right. she's just dope and so 
but it's like conscious rap r&b mm -hmm. um yeah she yeah okay i have been listening to um i listened to some mainstream stuff i've been actually catching up on some beyonce um yes. from her live performance at coachella just blow blew me away I, when i watched that oh my god blew me away yeah could not believe it i'm still in awe so i'm listening to that um i love my my 90s r&b playlists i listen to a lot of those Mm -hmm. You know, I sometimes got to skip through because there's that really cheesy stuff, you know. <laughs> I love the cheesy too. I, I listen to the cheesiest in the 90s and also just like the good stuff. I listen to everything in the 90s. Yeah, so a lot of a lot of that I've been listening to. I put on my, my okay, I've also been vibing with Queen, Queen Latifah lately. I put her on and I'm like, girl, she was like the OG, you know, she really, and look up her song Unity is so good. Look up Queen Latifah, Unity, Lava, um, this woman named Umi, I think it's Yumi or it's Umi, but listening to her and a woman named Alex Isley, I-S-L-E, why really beautiful so there's there's definitely some recommendations usually like female singers that just have these voices that either like melt me or that just turn me up right like to where i want to build that's 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 it for right now thank you i love that big question for me <laughs> yeah this was a passionate question for you <sighs> all right so the universe gave you free so absolutely no cost billboards to share one message across the main highways and major cities all around the world so the billboards say the same thing what would these billboards read damn I'm trying to think of my like what my um logo is like what my branding is i feel very passionately about a lot of things uh regarding you know women and their creative power and also protecting um birth you know, mm -hmm. as like a way to change humanity almost, you know, the way we are born into the world. And I've also been a doula and I was, uh, you know, apprenticing midwife mm -hmm. for a long time. So it would either be some message. Like if you asked me 10 years ago, it would be peace on earth begins with birth, you oh. know, like have your baby at home or something. I don't know. It would be like basically saying, yeah, the way we're born is an imprint for the rest of our life, you know? So that's, that's what comes to mind. Those two things, because I feel like the mothering and midwifery and the music are, are such key things in my life that I would say it would either be something around, you know, opening the voice or finding your voice yeah. and share it with the world, you know? Yeah. Find your voice and share it with the world, something like that. Or it would be something like peace on earth begins with birth. Support your local midwife. There we go. You'll have two different billboards. I love that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Support and your local midwife is a big one. And I I'm glad that you found your voice and you're able yeah. to hear it and let it shine. And right. I found a local midwife. <laughs> and you what? And I found a local midwife, you know, to have at my birth, which is great, right? <laughs> On earth begins with birth. I yes. was born in a hospital. <laughs> uh, a lot of us were. It's okay. Yeah. But changing the paradigm's changing it is yeah. it is yes There's definitely more conscious birth now so this is the last question that i ask all the Euromagic magic guests how would you advise the Euromagic magic listeners to create their own magic mm. just remember like remember what it is that you love most you know remember what the inner child in you loved the most you know mine was always singing so it's very easy for me 
to remember it was like singing animals, you know, like things that just made me so happy, like your happy place. Remember that happy place because that's where the magic is, you know, and that, that magic that we believe in is very childlike, right? So it takes, it takes that part of ourselves that is childlike, that believes in the mystery and that believes in, in other things unseen in the world, you know, to know that there's, there's magic behind everything. And I think, um, yeah, it comes alive when we're really doing like what the inner child loves. Oh my gosh. I'm sure that your children are just like having the most magical time with you. The fact that you see the world that way. That's awesome. Well, it's, yeah, it sounds nice. I don't always remember, but I'm grateful for them. I'll <laughs> be honest. I don't live in that all the time, but yeah, we have fun. We have a lot of fun. The music is singing is our happy place. That's where we really bond. And so my my hope is one day they'll be like my backup singers wouldn't that be epic yes would be epic like it's going to happen it can't not happen i mean you've been prepping them their whole life for it how it's could true. it not it's true <laughs> well because they have very different quality voices right so we gotta find that's a good we, gotta, we all gotta find our place in there you know but of course i'm gonna be the lead singer but i don't know my my daughter's got some pipes she might really? overpower me one day oh yeah if she can learn like really good control like at this age, like really while her voice is still developing, she, she could, she, and she's an incredible songwriter. Incredible. The really? The 13, 13 year old. Wow. She's writing so many songs. She plays ukulele and piano and writes such beautiful songs. The ukulele and piano are my two favorite instruments. Yeah. Piano is a favorite for me too. Yeah. Where can everyone find you and connect with you? Uh, I'm on Spotify under Shyla Ray Sunshine website is Shyla Ray Sunshine, but IG is Shyla Ray. So I kind of have these two names that I've been playing with. Shyla Ray Sunshine was a stage name given to me. And then Shyla Ray is more like, that's my real name. You know, yeah. it's like birth name to me. So um, you can find me IG, yeah, Spotify. I mean, I'm on Facebook, you know, um, but I think Spotify is kind of the, you know, the, that's yeah. where, that's the place to be where everybody's. is on my playlist. Okay. It's yeah. That's the fun part. Now we can make these playlists and you can just add them all in there. I love it. You know, I just got to get in one of those Spotify playlists. If I could just yes. get in one of those, <laughs> then I see those texts coming in. Those oh, are <laughs> Let's help her get to those playlists guys. Yay. All I need is a glass of champagne right now. Literally. I just need a mimosa. <laughs> Uh, what a way to end this thank you so much <laughs> uh, yeah anytime anytime i'm so grateful you reached out and asked me dear yummies thank you so much so so much for lending your ear and taking time valuable time for your soul to listen to this episode today i am honored to provide this for you and i hope something in this spoke to you and shifted you in some way i would love to personally connect with your soul on well of course irl but also on the instagrams or the facebook's my instagram which i am finally active on is at Raquel Mantra, that is spelled R-A-Q-U-E-L-L-E Mantra, 
I'll put that in the show notes. And make sure to not only see and respond to all the comments, but also send love back to you because why not? And then for you to also connect with me and this powerful tribe of like-minded individuals, high-vibing individuals to, to raise your vibrations, feel free to join us in the Your Own Magic secret Facebook group. That will also be left in the show notes. And feel free to browse yourownmagic.life. I have some free guided meditations on there and more information about upcoming retreats and events. And of course, my offering, my service, is the Soul Tribe exclusive site for you to receive many meditations. And the most recent one was to help you reprogram your subconscious mind to see your highest potential in a hypnotic state for example like reprogramming your subconscious mind to see your highest potential while you're in a hypnotic state along with others like activating your third eye or short simple ones to ease you into your morning or alleviate anxiety and a lot of deep imaginings which i love to do personally is to just visualize and expand my imagination so i can be more creative in my day in addition to that other soul expanding journalings to ask yourself every morning and magic challenges and other spiritual rituals yada yada (laughs) anyway i love you all so much thank you so much for listening and have a magical day